Oh, kia ora, and welcome back to our podcast. There is some housekeeping that we have to do before we jump in, um, but as always, I'm Oliver, and this is Cam. Yeah, I'm Cam, and I before we do our housekeeping, I wanted to start it off really positive. What's your um, biggest or best trait? Um, <laughs> introing stuff. Yeah, you are good at that. What, what about you? My deep capacity for love or my sense of smell. <laughs> Either of those. <laughs> Either of those are really good. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot my other best trait is soundboard work, which mm. I've just recently added to my portfolio. Right. Anyway, please continue. Housekeeping, yeah. So there was talks of this podcast being called the Top 5 Podcast. We would like to officially redact that, and uh, we will now be known as Two Mates, Five Takes. Mm-hmm. That sounds good to me. It's the first time I've heard of it, but that sounds good to me. If you're new to the show, uh, the premise is each week we bring our own personal top five to any given category. Uh, last week we looked at haircuts, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited about this week. Yeah, and uh, the thing I guess that is a little bit different is I'm not hugely invested in haircuts because I can pretty much never change mine for the rest of my life. Um, and even though this is never going to happen, I'm still more excited about a theoretical, hypothetical, ridiculous one than I am about um, ever thinking about getting a ponytail. Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes the <coughs> the fictional fantasy ones are way more fun. Yeah. Even well, though they'll never happen. Why live in reality? Mm. Mm. Anyway, so what is it for this week, Oliver? This week is superpowers. Top five superpowers. What do you mean by that? What's well, a superpower? I'll give you uh, a definition which I've pulled up from the internet. A very powerful and influential nation. Mm-hmm. Um, so to use it in a sentence, the threat o- to oil supplies brought the two superpowers closer together. Right. So like Superman and Pakistan. Pakistan? Pakistan. Pakistan and Superman. Is that what you mean? Okay. I just realized I had the wrong definition. Yeah, yeah you fucked that one up completely. <laughs> okay. I'd like to... R- once again, redact something from this podcast. Uh, okay, I've actually got it here. Um, in fiction, an exceptional or extraordinary power or ability. Right, that makes more sense to me than the first one with the oil treaties. Um, so I've got a little bit of criteria around that. And <coughs> that is as follows. So I've set mine in a world where nobody else has powers. I didn't really want... Yeah, uh, this to be a world where every, it's the average thing, you know, where it's every Joe Bloggs has got a power. Otherwise, then I guess the number one would be indestructibility because (laughs) collateral damage of just buildings falling on you all the time would be very frustrating. Yeah, this isn't My Hero Academia. Uh, This isn't the DC universe. No. We're just talking right here, right now. Right here, right now. What I would like if everything else stayed the same. If we could snap our fingers and we then manifested the superpower. Can you snap your fingers? Not very well. Very well. Okay. But you can't do the second half of that. Here's the thing with snapping my fingers. I always need a run-up, and the run-up is real bad. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. But then the, the follow-up is, like, exceptional. I'm sure mm. the, the mic's caught that one. Right. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, and then my other uh, criteria was that it can't be an umbrella power. So you could have flying or laser eyes, but you can't have both under the Superman umbrella. Do you get what I mean? Totally, totally. And I think that's perfect. I think that's perfect. Yeah. Um, I think the only other thing I care about is there has to be some precedence for it. There Mm -hmm. has to be an example from some kind of pop culture, fictional reference, um, so that we can't just make up our own superpower and give our own kind of rules Mm. to it. You know what else I was thinking about it before starting with it was like, Having having this, like you say, there's this precedent and then also having this idea that this is going to be a superpower that automatically means that I'm going to start changing the world for good. Because like if you think uh, Superman started in I think 1930-ish and if Lex Luthor was his bad guy at the time and let's say he had like all of the knowledge in the palm of his hand, um, that would be a pretty like massive superpower, right? Like he's got instantaneous ability to just know anything, do anything, apply himself to any form of knowledge. Um, so we have that now in an iPhone and we use it to share photos of our food. So I don't really think that 
any of these superpowers is going to change my life to all of a sudden being a superhero, which I thought was also kind of important because a lot of mine is going to be around mischief and pranks and being a general nuisance rather than saving an old lady from a train. There is no need for a superhero in the world we live in, you know? Uh, I don't really... I can't, can't see the application of it in any situation. No. Uh, I don't like the idea of putting on a costume and just waiting for something to happen because yeah, yeah. that's what it would be. Yeah. Um, and, <coughs> I mean, if you wanted to go uh, get involved in war and politics and choose a side, um, okay, but also yuck. Yeah, and also, like, once you start, you kind of can never... It's almost like, on the one hand, you can choose to never litter in your life, but you can't go, I'm going to clean up all the rubbish in my life. Like, you can choose to never commit a crime in your life, but you can't go, I'm going to stop all crime in my life. I would never end. Like, you know what I mean? You can't be in two places at more than one... Or more than one place at more than one time. You know what I mean? And, uh, like, it would just never, ever work. So it would be, like, if you're a nurse or a doctor or a fireman or a police officer like you have shifts but if you're the only superhero you would just be 24 7 you'd die of exhaustion within like two days i also think depending on your superpower <clears throat> the government would just abduct you yeah and immediately. run experiment experiments like I, I truly think that would happen immediately yeah so um, Although, do you mean the new zealand government yeah that'd be pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> it's just what's his name the act guy like just <laughs> talking to you about Winston Peters has got like <laughs> car battery prongs and he's attached them to your nipples and he's torturing you for like answers. Yeah, yeah. I think talking to him is torture as it is. He doesn't need any car battery nipples. But anyway, so uh, should we crack into it then? What's your number five? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in here and um, I just want to see if this works. <laughs> Introducing. Shocking. <laughs> my number five. Oh, yeah, I'm going to try to stay away from that soundboard. Not your best trait at all. The first one was intros, but that is definitely not a first best trait. Yeah, there wasn't even even like a fade to it or anything. Nope. Okay, um, my number five is anatomical liberation. What the fuck does that even mean? I'm glad you ask. Um, it is the power to split one's body apart and control the pieces. <laughs> what? So. What? Why? Tell me. I don't like this one right off the rip. Um, well, it's kind of like, okay, so obviously it, it speaks for itself, right? I, I can split my hands and feet off sure. um, however I want. Uh -huh. So this is why I would want that. Remember that this is in a world where superpowers don't exist. Yeah, There is no precedent for it at all. Mm -hmm. So nobody is thinking you can actually do this thing, right? <laughs> So yeah. I would market myself as a magician. Okay. And uh, I would become the greatest magician of all time. Mm -hmm. I would get, um, <coughs> just like completely blow people's minds. Like mm. it, it would just be out the gate. Like my mm. show would be sold out constantly. I would be the biggest thing in the world because I would be doing things and people would be like, yeah, but he can't. So right. how is he doing this? He is the ultimate illusionist. Like we just can't figure it out. Like I would... Right. I would win that Penn and Teller Fool Us show. I would go on every season and just do some more stuff with my feet and hands. Right. And my last point. Um, oh, so you've got two points. <laughs> well, it's, it's still to do with the magician illusionist thing. but <laughs> Yeah, it seems like it. Everyone wanted to be Chris Angel Mind Freak growing up. So that's a projection. You wanted to be Chris Angel Mind Freak. I can confirm I never wanted to be Chris Angel Mind Freak, ever. And I think if we uh, did a poll for our nine listeners, um, more than half would agree with me. Then the half of that is just people that didn't have a Sky subscription growing up. No, you're, a, you're Freak, not Mind Freak, if you think that that's true. So sorry. So let me just clarify here. I love this because last week we were pretty on page with all of our shouts, but right off the rip, you're saying you would like any part of your body to detach and then have a mind of its own. Uh, no, like I'd be able to control it once it's away from my body. Right. So you'd continue to have the same dexterity. Okay. 
So your argument for that is that you would become the greatest magician of all time, as if being able to levitate, for example, wouldn't immediately make you the greatest magician of all time, or being able to change the color of things, or being able to move material around without anything else, like telekinesis. So your argument is that your hands could come off and walk around like Thing from the Adams Family, uh, <clears throat> or is it hand, whatever, and that would make you the best magician of all time. And you have never once said that you want to be the best magician of all time. This is a new, do you want to grow a goatee? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, when you're given the opportunity to have any superpower ever, mm. you then realize what's really important in life. <laughs> and and I, it dawned on me that I wanted to become a magician. Right. I could, I could detach my head, man. You're forgetting <laughs> about the head. Yeah, that would be... I th okay, but here's the thing, right? So, like, okay, this is a weird example, but you know in Avatar, the blue people, not the Aang one. So, like, James Cameron was obsessed with making sure that they didn't look too much like humans or too much like aliens because otherwise it crosses into the uncanny valley, right, where it's uncomfortable to actually look at. Similarly, if your head detached, I don't think that's anyone's going to be like, wow, how did he do that? They're going to be like, his fucking head is off. That's terrifying. How are you detaching it? Is it going to be like sealed over? Are we going to be able to see your throat? Are we going to be able to see your arteries, all your blood, your guts, all of that sort of stuff? Is that going to come out? No, no, none of that comes out. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, yeah, cool. Because I'd like to point to my example. Uh, arm fall off boy from DC Comics. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah, and I don't think his blood or guts spills out when he detaches. To, to uh, You know, it's really funny in the in the photo I found of him. He's detached his arm so he can reach higher on a shelf. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone who wants this power wants it for ridiculous reasons. Because I thought that was what you were going to say. It was something about laziness, like the remote's over there and you could just and go get your hand to just and go get it. Or you want to get your groceries up or something. But you want it to be an illusionist. Look, I think for my first two superpowers, more than anything... I want something that I can have fun with that will like pretty much not change my life too dramatically right. in terms of there's no real risk of people finding out I have a superpower and I just get to have a lot of fun. And um, I think, you know, I was going for shock value uh, with number five. Okay. And I think it's a fantastic pick. Yeah, less shock, more croc, I think. Absolutely terrible. But I'm going to go, so should I go for my five now? Because I've got like a, a normal person on for number five. Okay. Like, a, like a normal functioning, you know. Yeah, a normal superpower. Yeah. Oh, a normal fictional yeah. superpower. Yeah, okay, yeah a normal fictional superpower. It's called super speed. You might have heard of it. It's going super quick, fast, it's speedy. It's not on my top five. Interesting, because I actually thought that having it at five was low. So I was not going to be surprised if you had that in your top three. And I think a lot of people do have it high up. But I think, and it is a cool power, I suppose, but um, I do have a couple of counterpoints where I feel like people have failed to consider the ramifications for being really speedy. So first of all, you're like, how many calories are you burning with... I guess I'm already starting with the limitations, which is not good. I'm going to start with the benefits. Well, no, I mean, <clears throat> it's fine to start with limitations because I suppose you're arguing why it's not higher up on your list. Yeah, and I suppose that kind of speak for itself because I don't need to... Um, what did you call yours? Mm. Liberation. A anatomical liberation. Which needed a definition, but super speed, like you know what speed is and you know what super is. So I don't really need to talk about why yeah. that's cool, right? Yeah, no, yeah. You can be but fast. You probably need to... You definitely got to give me an example of whose super speed you're using. Lash. Okay. Because there's some big problems around just like ripping time and space apart. Yeah, exactly um, right. These are my limitations to it. So I this is why I don't have it higher. And I've got it at five because it's like, yeah, seems good on the surface. But the more you dig, um, I certainly would have it higher than um, artificial liber liberalism or something, whatever that was, was. I wonder if we should make a point now. I think it's worth making this point that Whatever superpower we manifest instantly, I think we probably have good control over it. Like, I don't, I, th I don't think we'll pick things that we need to work on and, yeah. and get better at. Because right. to start off with, if you got <coughs> super speed and you needed to work on it, mm. you could maybe just like blow out. Yeah, your that's what I, that was exactly body. what I was going to say. Is like a torn Achilles or hamstring at 
the higher speed you're going, the higher the impact, the higher the force, the higher the magnitude of the injury. And so I didn't really like that idea. And even if you are skilled or proficient at it, like you could still have one of those things happen because it's still um, anatomically possible. And then the other thing... Which is why it's great if you can liberate that... Yeah, sure, man, sure. Why not? I'll give you that one. It's a freebie. You can have it. It really seems like you need that to be fifth. Um, I'm also going to try and keep a stock of what yours are and then ask you a few, like, why do you think that is better than, you know, insert other power here that you may not mention? Um, So just fair warning. But I suppose, like, one of the things I would do with that is I would probably only be the fastest person in the world, probably in the 100 and the 200 maybe the 400 meter sprint. Um, And I would only do it by a 10th of a second, which shouldn't be too difficult for me, but it would still be, or at least I would do it where I kind of go, this is the absolute apex of what people would consider a human to be able to do. Um, Because I certainly wouldn't want an asterisk next to my name that says this guy was a superhero or was, um, you know, genetically enhanced in some way beyond just he's faster than Usain Bolt. You know what I mean? I want to be considered in those books, even though I might, some might argue ethically gaming the system. Um, I want to have it so that it's not, I'm not running 100 meters in a tenth of a second, even though I can. I want to do it in 9.43 or something. Yeah, that to me is what puts me off mm. super speed because yeah. I can't use the full extent of Flash's powers really because there's probably some kind of <coughs> technology where they can pick it up. There's going to be something where they'll be able to detect me, you know, there's some kind of activity on Earth. Right. Where this, you know, uh, unless it's super obvious and I just run and save someone, right? Mm. So in that respect, I'm now dialing my power down mm. way, way, way down. Yeah. It's probably like, it's probably like not being able to do your full speed is probably like the little tickle of a sneeze coming. <laughs> and you can never actually yeah. Fucking sneeze. Yeah. Or it'd be like if you're a teacher for eight year olds and they're just being little shits and it's like, you know, you could let loose, but you have to hold it in. You have to be like, I can't, I can't just rip these kids to shit mentally, not, you know, emotionally scarred. Oh, I'm yeah. not saying like beat the shit out of them. Oh, you kids. mean just verbally abuse yeah, these children? But you can't do that. But you're obviously smarter, you would hope. I'm really glad um, you're not a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout outs to teachers, man. Future of the, they're raising the future. But like if you, yeah, no, I get what you mean. It would be kind of dialing it back. And then I suppose that's, but but the other thing as well is you could only really master, if I was going to use it for athleticism, I certainly wouldn't be able to master all of the running events, right? So once you get to 400, anything beyond that, people are going to be like, there's no way this guy has the world record for the marathon and the 100 meters. It's physiologically impossible to have that sort of combination of muscle fibers. So they'd immediately be like, there's some sort of hijinks or something or other going on here. Yeah. I guess that, yeah. Again, yeah. another limitation. And like, <coughs> you have to go to bed each night after every gold medal, after you put it up on your yeah. mantle and be like, of course I won. Yeah. I'm cheating. Yeah, yeah. I guess. And meanwhile, there's just this guy at home who's come second and Penn and Teller's fool us and he's like, how did this fucking guy take off all of his hands and his fingers and his nose. Not to mention the thousands at home that like literally faint when they see me pull my head off of my body. Amazing. I don't think it is. <laughs> I just don't think people would care. And that's the beauty of the show, man. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, it's just two guys' opinions. It would be boring if we had the same takes. Here's my final um, withdrawal for Super Speed, and this might be enough to kick it off every single person's top three mantle. If you experience Super Speed, you experience, you perceive time differently. Yeah. And so if you're, you know how like if you're five years old, one year is 20% of your life. And if you're a hundred years old, one year is 1% of your life. So the older you get, a year feels progressively shorter and shorter. If you experience time at such a slow rate, like imagine how painful this conversation would be for someone who can move at the speed of sound or light or whatever sort of speed we're talking here. Everything around them, the speed would just be so slow and painful. It doesn't ever seem to bother Flash in all the comics that I've read. <coughs> he never seems to have that issue, but I have seen examples of mm. that, like in Invincible. The the, the super speed oh, character yeah. is like pretty 
you know, screwed up because of that. True, yeah. Um, I kind of see it more as a like a, a muscle reflex being able to um, you know, speed uh, things up, like on and off. down. Yeah, yeah. Right. But you're right. If you couldn't turn it off, it would suck. Also, would you choose to turn it off? You know, you can experience speed at like the you can experience the world and like crazy amount of speed and then you're just sat on a train and you're like, I can go fast on this train. I can go fast in this car. I can talk faster than this woman. I can like, how would you have any conversation? How would you have, how would you be able to ground yourself in reality? Because time is such a vital component of our life. It's 24 hours in a day. You separate it by three. You got eight hours for work, eight hours for rest, eight hours for leisure. Immediately. If you're the fastest man in the world, eight hours feels like eight centuries. Yeah. Fuck and I, that. I think fastest person the more that you've um, <laughs> talked about it, the more I realize that being just a pretty chill magician, <laughs> would be so much better than what you just described. Yeah, um, I suppose. So, I still don't like that you have to describe what yours is, and it's so weird and creepy. Sorry that mine's that's unique. Cool. Sorry, okay. I, I don't want to beat a dead horse that can detach all of its limbs. What's your number four? Um, my number four is supernatural taste. <laughs> <coughs> you don't have to describe that one, but I think you should describe that one. The power to have a drastically better sense of taste than what is naturally possible. Right. Okay. You know um, that's an actual thing? There's a there's a disease yeah. where like you if you knock your brain or some shit, you experience like specific senses at a heightened rate and really? uh yeah, and there is an actress which had it cuz she had a car crash and now like she said that she can't eat some foods Oh, I'm blanking on what her name is, but yeah, uh, it's an actual thing where. Yeah, so no, you're describing enhanced taste. Yeah, sorry, not supernatural. Yeah, supernatural taste. Um, well, she said it was hell. So, and hers wasn't supernatural. So that's my point there. But anyway, continue. Yeah, yeah. No, so f for this superpower, I like to think that you can kind of turn it off and on a little bit. You like that? I do like that ability. Now. That's my one pushback. If you couldn't, it would suck. It would be like really overpowering. Um, <laughs> you'd either like have an orgasm while eating chicken, mm -hmm. fried chicken, mm -hmm. or like again, yeah, wanna, <laughs> or like you know wanna die if you ate a chocolate covered cricket or something, right? You know? Yeah, um, or like a freeze dried muesli, yeah, a uh, brand. Any, any kind. Can you imagine how disgusting that would be for... So, wait. I think your superpowers... I think neither of them are what you've said. I think your superpower is the ability to turn superpowers on and off. I think that's what you want. <laughs> you want that. You want um, just an on and off switch. You don't really know the nuances of what I'm describing, though, because what if there's like a certain part of my tongue that mm -hmm. I could touch to things... And like understand down to a molecular level mm, about right. that that um, item. As I say it out loud, I don't really know what I would use that for. Yeah, I was just about to ask. So let's say let's can I create like a little scenario where you've discovered you've got this power, mm. and you discover it not through tasting something. You discover it through someone has told you, you you know some Frankenstein guy. Um, he goes, hey yo, like um, I've injected you with this enhanced supernatural whatever taste or whatever. Um, what is the first food you're going to go and try? Probably Duck Island ice cream. That would be weird. Yeah. What and flavor? Uh, <laughs> one of the like butter, button, like the butternut. Butterscotch. Butterscotch, butterscotch not butternut pumpkin. <laughs> butterscotch, yeah, but the, the right. thing about Duck Island is I wouldn't even be surprised you if they brought out a pumpkin flavored one in here. Um, my big points for this one, life stays normal. Like, mm -hmm. life is chill, man. I got, mm -hmm. like, you know, I become probably the world's greatest critic, food critic. Um, you, mm -hmm. you could, like, I, I could just diagnose foods so accurately. So you'd like, be like, yeah, that's a burrito. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we know that. <laughs> You're like, yeah, but I can taste it's yeah, a burrito. But I'll be like, that's from, like, this cow from this farm, and mm. it's this old, and that lettuce you, you did is, like, this strain of lettuce. Right. Um, so you'd also have to know all of that. Mm. So you'd commit your life to the history of food origins. 
Uh, I think you would, like you taste it and it would just... How? Just like Jimmy Neutron. Oh, your brain blasts it. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? You know what else I was thinking? When you first said it, I thought you meant taste as an aesthetic taste. Like you're like, this is a good song. And everyone's like, holy shit, he's right. Like that, <laughs> which would be pretty cool. Where you just had, you knew exactly your finger was on the pulse of the cultural zeitgeist of like whatever is going to be cool for the next six months. You're just like on that train immediately. Mm. I think that would be way better than being able to tell what goji berries are. Yeah, I obviously don't want to swap it out now because that shows weakness, but yeah, I really but like you do. that one. <laughs> you do, yeah. Well, this, this that's kind of comes to the end of my argument for it. It mm. was a smaller one, but it was yeah. certainly the strength behind it is I just uh, you know nothing really changes for me. Yeah, it's for the it's for the guy that like is told he has to pick a superpower, but he doesn't really want too much to change. He's kind of enjoying. Just about to say that, I was going to say, why did we pick this when you're going to go? I'm going to pick everything where my life changes minimally. And also, by the way, I can take my nose off and put it back on and little kids would be like, whoa. I guess that would be cool. You could be like, got your nose, got your nose, and then you actually do take your nose off. Yeah, well, just remember, this is only number five and four. Yeah. So, so don't don't expect it to... Do you know what good first impressions mean? (laughs) So let me tell you what my number four is, which, I mean, I'm sitting on a high horse right now and I'm about to get knocked straight off it. My number four is self-discipline. I think that's a superpower because I know a few people who have self-discipline. Well, then it's not a superpower. Sorry, who is our supernatural tastes person? I forgot to ask that. You said it has to be predicated on a person. Oh, yeah. His name, I don't know if I can pronounce this quite right. Um, Manitoba Smith from Total Drama Island or whatever. Oh, good good research. Wow, you went deep. Yeah, yeah. So, no, self-discipline is a superpower and here's why. (laughs) Would Um, you say that people have self-discipline as it stands? Yeah. You think it's a superpower. Yeah. And here's why. I have been with someone and uh, multiple people, actually. Not not too many, but enough to be noteworthy. Whoa. And uh, they, they will say, um, I feel like an ice cream. And then they won't buy one. And I'm, I'm sat there like, okay, how did you do that? You feel like something and then you didn't do anything about it because you knew that down the line you would rather those consequences. If I feel like an ice cream, I buy four. If I feel like clothes, I spend all of my money. And I have no self-control. I have no self-discipline at all. And so I'm walking amongst all of these other people and I have no idea who they are. They can just present. It's like, um, you know, like back in the day when people were worried who's a communist, you're like, who the fuck around us has self-discipline? Because you don't know until they open their mouth and they're like, I'm going to do that. I feel like doing that. And then they just don't. And they don't because they know that actually like the, the consequence is bigger than the reward. So it's not a superpower, but it is a superpower to you. Yeah, exactly. Because I And to me, like a superpower is something that is unattainable to the person writing about it. So I, well, I don't think I'll ever have that. Just like I'll never have super speed, you know? That's, that's my argument for self-discipline. It's not a, it's not a big one. Um, but I think it's a strong one and it is better than super speed. And what's crazy is I was expecting heaps of pushback from this, but thank God that your one was that you could tell what flavor soup was. <laughs> thank God for that. Well, you made me feel a lot better because <coughs> I think it was probably a fairly weak round of number fours mm. from both of us. Yeah. Imagine um, if you said that and then I was like, ah, oh, uh, super strength. Yeah. You can't really scoff at, at supernatural taste when you're just talking about Self-discipline. At least I've created and manifested a new ability within the human race with my one. Yeah, but I've created and manifested a new, uh, an ability that more people should have. Yeah, but you're being selfish. because By more people it's, having it. It's new to you. Yeah. You want it. Yeah. Whereas I'm introducing something for everyone to kind of watch. Watch, <laughs> watch me, you do it. Watch me slurp. Yeah. I think everyone will figure out like which this. of us is. Okay, so your superpower is um, ASMR, ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) which is probably like absolutely shit, maybe (laughs) ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) That's what your ASMR ability is. Should we move on? Yeah, yeah, go to whatever your number three is. I'm expecting like (laughs) you can... (laughs) 
pierce your ears and then nobody can doubt. This will be the one superpower I think we will both have. Okay. Absolute invulnerability. Nope. You don't have invulnerability in yours at all. Nope. Okay, so absolute invulnerability is the power to be immune to absolutely any and all damage. So Mm. it's not just physical, it's psychological, it's um, vacuum, durability. So not even a Dyson can make a dent. My man did one bad experience with a Hoover. Shout out dogs, man. Um, So here's what you could do. You could go for a swim in a volcano. Terrible idea. It would be exact. It, no, it wouldn't. It would be the exact same as swimming anywhere else because you can feel nothing. No, I didn't say you... Didn't You're invulnerable. That. So, wait, so you, now you just can't feel anything? Well, isn't that what you just said? You can't feel any psychological... You can't take damage. But yeah. that doesn't mean you don't feel things. So how do you know what good feels like? You don't know what bad is. You've got no reference point. I do because I'm just about to get this power and I, it's called memory. I can oh. remember. Yeah. So okay. um, I would do things like get shot out of a cannon. I would jump out of a plane without a parachute. I would become like the ultimate adrenaline junkie. Like adrenaline would just be my drug of choice and I would just go crazy and just. But there's no risk. So there is no adrenaline. You know the outcome. Yeah, but falling out of a plane is the exact same as crossing the road for you at two in the morning with no cars. But the velocity, the 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 feel of it all on your body, mm. that would be something. Mm. Because okay. if yeah. you go into one of those simulated free falls, mm-hmm. it's still exciting. You know you're not going to fucking fall or anything, but you're in this free fall and it's like super sick. Is it? Have you done it? Yeah, I've done it. Have you? Yeah. Where? Uh, I think it was in... Just making it. Rotorua. Mm, not yeah. a real place. He's making all of this up. I did it with my auntie. He's also swam in lava and he burned himself and he's gutted and he wants to go back and he wants to not burn himself in lava. The only uh, downside was um, when I looked up, if you want absolute invulnerability, then you have uh, contaminant immunity, which includes alcohol. So mm. kiss goodbye to beers with the boys. Yeah. It wouldn't work out for you. No, it wouldn't. And I feel like you would never be able to die. You would watch all of your loved ones die in front no, of no, you. No, no, no. It's not, it's not, uh, what's the word called? Invincibility. Immortality. Immortality. It's not immortality. Like, I think eventually, are you still age. And How? Like Aging is the death of cells. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't age. <laughs> Okay, so my man's is resorting to uh, these are the rules I set up for myself. It's it's annoying because the person that I have as a as an example is Ophis, which is like a anime character. Mm. Um, she's an infinite dragon god, so they probably right. age slightly different. Right. Her name is Infinite. Time does not exist, but I, I she suppose, doesn't age. I suppose if you pick if you pick a character and you base their powers off you base your powers off of them, then you probably age at the same rate they were going to. But her name's... Within that lore. And if she's a dragon god, maybe she... um, But her name's Infinite Dragon Lord. She therefore does not age because infinity exists outside of time. Age is the definition of time. Yeah. So she does not have an age. We don't know that because... We do know that because her name's Infinite. No, but... A- animes will just like chuck on (laughs) infinite. Like she probably isn't even a dragon, bro. Like she probably can't transform like i'm saying all this and i have zero idea yeah yeah um so what about wolverine he's invulnerable right uh no he has like an accelerated healing ability good that was a trapdoor because he has lived in uh, years and a whole bunch of people have died in front of him and he's depressed and he's like the only x-men character who's an anti-hero so that was a good little good good dodge of that trap i've been playing a lot of x-men on playstation 2 so you knew where that was going yeah. I don't think that is a bad power, considering four and five were the worst things I've ever heard in my life. Um, it's kind of, yeah, I guess you're like, okay, so my number five was a song by Rebecca Black. My number four was a song by Carly Rae Jepsen. And my number three is Katy Perry. I'm like, well, I mean, fuck, compared to the other two, Katy Perry's amazing. So it is great power, but I just feel like the ramifications of it and the consequences of it are pretty depressing. 
if you can feel no psychological pain, like how would you ever adapt? Wouldn't you just be the biggest prick in the world? Like, you know, those people who have an ego where they don't think they've done anything wrong ever. If you had no consequences for anything, you would never think you've done anything wrong. And eventually your ego would just consume you. I kind of saw that more as just like any kind of, uh, I suppose when looking up the immunity factors, it's usually against attacks from other superhero characters and mm. things like that. Right, so, so psychological is more like uh, telepathic. Yeah, yeah, and I think, and, and but you could even <coughs> expand it to like you probably wouldn't suffer from any kind of uh, mental health, mental mm. illness, those kind of things. Like you would be immune to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I see that more as that rather than becoming like a sociopath. Mm. I suppose. I don't have it. No, that's cool. I don't. I I said to you before the show. I don't think we were going to have a single, no. single same top fives. Yeah, and and to reiterate, we do not know and intend to never find out prior to what each other's are, um, for that exact reason. Yeah, because otherwise it's a circle jerk. So number three for me is shape shifting. Ooh, yeah. Did you did this into your thoughts at all? Did you kind of consider this one? Uh, my my next two are better than shape shifting, so it's fine. <laughs> So, did you consider it though? No. Wow. Okay. So, I guess immediately I'd become a better wizard than you if I had that, or magician, or illusionist, whatever you want to call it. So, immediately, Penn and Teller would be like, okay, that guy took his hand off, but this guy turned into a car in front of us. So, straight off the rip. But how about, hang on, how about <laughs> you compare your number three to my number three rather than your number three to my number five? Okay. Well, I could shape shift into someone younger, so I could immediately be. Like, I could never age if that was a goal for me. Surely shape-shifting is just cosmetic. No, because how can it be? It has to be the breakdown and reshaping of molecules. So you, you guarantee you can... I can shift into anything. I could go bigger, smaller. Who's your... Beast Boy. Beast Boy. From Teen Titans. Can he transform into... So he can only transform into animals, but I don't feel like that's a very wise and well-thought-out superpower on the writer's behalf because no animals, like the only trait that they share across the board is molecules. It's like the composition of the ingredients. It is not like they're different colors, they're different shapes, they're different sizes, they're different textures, they're different uh, energy systems, they've got different organs, they've got different anatomy. So really they're limiting themselves there did you consider mystique oh yeah i forgot about her that's the jennifer lawrence say eh? mm. the real mystique or whatever it is <laughs> the raven isn't it raven no that's from teen times as well anyway um and so i have here what are the what are a couple of things i would like to do so obviously um i would shapeshift to different people which would be a really fun party trick and i am well you couldn't with beast boy Sure, okay, mistake, whatever. Um, and I... Let the record show Cam is flip-flopping his superpower... Person. person. Super person. Not super superpower. Superpower super person. person. Superpower person. Peter Piper picked a pick. <laughs> superpower <laughs> persons. <laughs> um, so I... Which would be a fun party trick, especially because I love the idea of being really good at celebrity impressions, but I can't really do any of them. Um... And so I would love to just be like Robert De Niro for a night and just get like the eyebrows down pat. That's my impression of Robert De Niro. And uh, then... It's pretty good. I don't think you need the superpower. Thanks, man. That was really good. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Maybe my best trait is receiving compliments. Um, and then uh, a couple of other things that I would do. Um, I could shapeshift into animals, which, yeah. So like Canis Lucas. No, you couldn't because you're Mystique. Or Beast Boy. So, no. Okay, so hold up. Does Arm Fall Off Boy, because his name is Arm Fall Off Boy, can only his arm fall off? I didn't research far enough, mm. but um, from what I can tell. Because you said feet. His name's not Feet Fall Off Boy. Um, from what I can tell, he can kind of like discombobulate his entire body. He can confuse his whole body. What I I think <laughs> the comic book creators were like, let's let's come up with a really creative yeah name for him <laughs> yeah and that's what they that's what they kind of that was the intern's on. name like they gave they were like intern you've got one job it has come up with a name for this mm. character and at 11 58 on the last night he was like fuck it i'm going arm full off boy and i don't give a shit i'm out tomorrow and i don't need to give you any more coffee so i would be mystique and beast boy and i don't really care because i think we all know what shape-shifting is i could turn into animals so like canis lupus vulpus vulpus 
which is a wolf and a fox uh-huh, to the I layman. Know. Yeah, I yeah, know. To the layman. Um, and I knew you would, but just to, again, the layman. Um, I also, like, I could maybe be a supervillain with this one. I could become Jeff Bezos, who is a supervillain. <laughs> um, I could use it to, like, my own manipulative gain. But I still don't think I would. I still think I would be more likely to shapeshift into your car and wait until you're just about to hop in and drive forward five feet. I think I'd be more likely to do that than to be like some evil megalomaniac. So that's why I've got shapeshifting here. Okay. I like that. Um, I probably should have given it more consideration because you can have a lot of fun with it. Can I give you, this would probably push it into top five for you. I could be Michael Jordan at 30 years old for a day. Nah, because I don't think you, I don't think you then adopt like all their attributes. How can I not? Maybe not a skill attribute, yeah. but I could adopt his athleticism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, like, pick someone who's just like it's pure power and and less technique because you can't shoot, bro. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Drake Griffin. I don't know who that is. Yeah, the guy for the Nets. Drake Griffin. Yeah, the dunk guy. Oh no. <laughs> Anyway, my is point is you could be any super athlete for as long as you wanted and you could experience that athleticism for as long as you wanted. Okay. Also, I presume as well, like depending on how deep we want to go into this, you could redo your morphology of your brain. So that should correct your central nervous system to be able to do all of those skills as well. I think if that was the case, Mystique and Beast Boy would be way more powerful. Yeah. You, you're basing this off of their own Hugely ability. Hugely underrated. So... Obviously, it's not possible. Undervalued. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's just let's just segue really quickly. He went for the wrong one. I went for the wrong one. He did the wrong button. Do you lose your keys often? Yes. Oh, sorry, Cam. This is an ad. I don't want you interrupting <laughs> it. Here at Giant Keychains Limited, we've <laughs> created a keychain so big it's impossible to lose. Based on the size and shape of a subway footlong, <laughs> we guarantee you'll never lose it. We don't actually offer refunds if you do, but we're pretty sure you won't lose it. Use promo code BIGISGOOD at checkout for free shipping on any order over 50 units. <laughs> That's incredible. Back to the show. Yeah, it's honestly, Cam, I am, my cup is so full because to have two unique sponsors. Two episodes in is like so cool. Uh, your cup holder is so full <laughs> <laughs> of a key ring <laughs> that is one foot long size. Did you see that Subway have just said that uh, their tuna melt has no DNA of a tuna in it? That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Also, um, shocking. I, I am legally obligated to let you know that Giant Keychains is being sued by Subway. <laughs> Currently, they're in legal battles. Oh, wow. This could go bad. But we don't really like Subway anyway, do we? So no, we don't. More than happy to support them. No, yeah. For sure. So I think I'm up with number two, aren't I? Mm. Yeah. Let me know how this sounds to you. Knowledge replication. Knowledge replication. How does that sound? How does that hit the air? I mean, I just wanted to reset. I wanted to replicate what you said. Uh, what does it mean? It, it, the user can gain and replicate any kind of knowledge be it knowledge of a subject, a foreign language, a mastery of a fighting style, etc., etc. Basically absorb anything you see um, or want to learn about and master it, have full mastery over it. I wish I knew this existed. Mm. So my guy for this, uh, his name is Prodigy and he's an X-Men. I think he's like a newer generation X-Men, like maybe early 2000s, and Mm. that's his ability. Um, Is he annoying? I've only seen the example of him. I haven't read any comics with him. In it. Okay. But yeah, I imagine he'd be annoying. He'd right? be a bit of a know-it-all. I know how to do that. And then it's said in French. <laughs> it would be like if you started getting into chess and he found out that you started playing chess and he would just get better at you, better at it than you, and yeah. then just kick your butt. Yeah. Imagine that. That would be annoying. That would be annoying. That Cam. would be annoying. That would be really annoying. Cam. Do you have anything you'd like to tell the nine folks at home? So my points for this one. I beat him in chess. You'd get good at karate. A lot. Karate? Yeah. Why would you get good at karate? Because the you could. 
Karate has been described as the Dane Cook of martial arts. By who? Uh, Archer, season one, episode two, training day. Uh, I, I see you've got knowledge replication <laughs> on standby. Yeah, that's true. Y'all can look that one up. They call it Dane Cook of martial arts. Karate is hands down the worst martial art. Unless you wanted to fight someone with karate. <laughs> like if they also were like, let's do karate. Because if I was going to go, if I squared up on you and I was like, all right. And then I get into my karate stance and then you immediately just started throwing haymakers at me. I'd be like, that's an illegal move. You're like, no, it's not, you idiot. Do you know anyone that knows karate? I well, do, yeah. It, this feels like maybe a like a an attack on their character. No, but I got banned from their dojo. Did you really? Yeah, when I was 16 because um, I pretended to be blind and sweeped their um, dojo with a broom holding it upside down whilst the class was going on. I was 16. I thought it was real funny. And so the uh, sensei came up to me at the end of the class and he's like, you can't. I wasn't, I didn't, I've never done karate in my life. I was just there because I had to go to his house after school. And uh, he was like, you can't come to our dojo anymore. And that was a while ago. He like he had some kind of he had some beef with me. He didn't like beef me. against blind people. Beef against people pretending to be blind. Uh, I think, which is so um, you didn't sell it well enough. Well, no. Uh, in hindsight, it was pretty ill conceived on my behalf. So here is my biggest argument for this being so high up. Yeah. You could just change professions mm -hmm. willy nilly, however you want. Mm -hmm. Um, so if I decided I wanted to become a pilot and do that for a year, a couple of years, become a doctor, a surgeon, um, try my luck with being a lawyer, I think how I would do it is I would look to be regarded as the most talented mm. human being in history. So I would look to, um, create art. So, um, you know, from anything from painting and sculptures, installations, uh, to music, mm. going to movies, acting, uh, write, write books. Sorry, did you say going to movies is a skill? Like going to the cinemas and watching a movie is your knowledge? Yeah, because in 2021, no, no one does it. it. Yeah. yeah, and they'd be like, wow, this guy's a trendsetter. <laughs> um, then I would go into sport. Yeah. I would like, yeah, and I, I would just, yeah. I would basically become the perfect all-rounder and people would look back and be like, that Oliver guy um, just was the best at everything. Mm. What happened there? Well, that's kind of like Ozymandias, right? And Watchmen, he's kind of like that. The world's smartest man. Or yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> I don't even think it's a superpower for him. He just has this an insane level of insight. Some would call it self-discipline. And um, right. he, because I think he's like a gymnast. He's uh, a mogul of all kinds. He does end up being questionable in terms of his morals. But that's that's not saying you would do that. No, and I don't think he has quite the same level of knowledge replication that I'm probably referring to. Yeah, exactly. But Th there's sure. still human limits that he has. He's a good example of possibly what you could aspire to be. You know, mm. Regarded as just this super genius who um, has like an empire behind him. Mm. Yeah. If you were a superhero, what would it? What would your name be? With that, irrespective of power. Oh. Um, jazz man. That's a good name. Yeah. Yeah. Your middle name is man. Yep. Yeah, that's a good name. Mine would probably be uh, probably girl boss. Oh yeah. Because so you know, Batman. I thought you were think. I thought you were gonna say blind sensei. Anyway, you know Batman. I do know Batman. Often. So here's the problem with Batman's secret identity. Everyone knows he's a man. So you've already narrowed it down by 50%. I say girl boss, everyone's looking for a girl. Do you never, sh do you never show up in physical form? Never. I show <laughs> yeah, of course I do. Are you pretty, like, just as you are? You're yeah. not shape-shifting? Nope, no shape-shifting. Okay. The world is open to a diverse group of people, Oliver, and your mind could do well to really be a bit more progressive. You're just like, you're pretty much as burly as they come. <laughs> you're like this bald, burly guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <coughs> I mean, talk to Valerie Adams. Okay. 
or don't. But but all I'm saying is it exists. Yeah, I, I it exists. <laughs> and if that's not good enough for you, I would be the crimson raccoon. Okay, I obviously gave you too much time to like kind of <laughs> rattle something around in your brain. Yeah, I think that's all great, and I think I'm rather excited to hear your number two. My number two is elasticity. Now, when I oh. first heard this power, I thought this is the worst power um, mentionable. But then my crack can I, team... Can I just quickly... This sounds shitter than being able to detach body parts. Yeah. Because you have to stretch them, whereas I can just kind of... It does, right? Now, hear me out. Here is why it's better. Here is why it is so overpowered. Um, and and it, like, I completely agree with you. Initially, I thought Reed Richards is the worst superhero... That's who, you, that's who you're basing this on? I think so. Would you say the Fantastic Four is the worst superhero sort of franchise, like the Avengers, Justice League, Fantastic Four? Would you say those four are sort of the lamest? Um, I think in terms of, I don't really know what the kind of the vibe check is when it comes to the comic book community. Right. But certainly when it comes to any kind of movie adaptations, video games, they don't, they don't seem to get. Yeah. The guy who's just made of rocks is a pretty bad superhero. Anyway, so Reed Richards, right? So initially I was like, this is trash. Um, and then my uh, team, because I have like consultants now, um, I'm kind of, I'm a big deal. It's cheating. It's not a big deal, but I'm a big deal. And uh, we had a conversation around it and they said, okay. Well, How many people did you meet with? Enough. It was just you and Mike, wasn't it? It wasn't Mike and I. <laughs> Uh, and um, but you were not invited. If it and was you and Josh, that's not fair because he's just like this fucking supercomputer bullshit human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more bullshit human than supercomputer. So uh, no, it was and mm. and others and others. It Al. Um, oh, did you recruit your new flatmate who like loves comic books? Flatmates, the whole gang, man. The oh whole gang got in on God. it. Yeah, I told you. I, I did this all solo. That's your problem, man. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. At least I can say this is my personal top five. Yeah, this is my personal top five. No. I'm no, allowed no, no. to you've have my opinions changed. You've scraped together other people's input. Weak, pathetic, and very narrow-minded of you. First, you don't think I could be called girl boss, and now you think that I'm not allowed to hear other people's opinions. Meanwhile, my guy said super taste, and then I said a different one. He went, I really wish that I could have that, but I can't because it's not my First idea. of all, you're weaponizing the word girl boss. You're using it to be skittish and skeevy and uh, to... It's genius. It's hiding my alias. It's genius. So um, here is why elasticity is so powerful for me. I always lose my keys. As, as that ad may be able to attest to, I actually do always lose my keys. I could turn my finger into a key. Never need keys again. Um, or I could just slide under the door or whatever with my... I think Reed Richards does do that in one of the episodes. He tries to like sneak into a thing and he slides under a door as like this pancake human, which is ridiculous, but also very funny. Also, um, if you have ever had a wooden spoon get stuck at the back of your drawers, very annoying. Why the fuck would I have a wooden spoon at the back of my drawers? Like your kitchen drawers. Oh. Not your jockeys, you idiot. So you know when you know when like something gets stuck in the back and you can't shut the door properly and it takes forever. I just with my wiggly hand and take it back out and it would be not a problem at all. No issue would be an issue for me. Okay. I could also use it as a slingshot, so I can weaponize it if I want, but I wouldn't. And also, my final argument is this: in Seinfeld, episode season three, episode six, the cleaner. Seinfeld recruits this cleaner who cleans his house so cleanly. And then he goes, was that Mr. Fantastic? Because he like gets in all of these nooks and all of these crannies and he cleans all of it. And that to me is heaven. It's like, I'm not like a clean freak or anything, but just imagine being able to clean everything. Just there's no issue. It'd be amazing. It'd be so day-to-day useful. You could carry all your shopping bags on one trip. It's it's a really poor use of a superpower uh, in terms of this list. And here's How why. How dare you? Here's why. The first two points you made can be remedied. That problem can be remedied if you're just kind of slightly organized. So if you just kind of 
for example, I don't have self discipline. How hard is this for you to wrap your head around? This gives me a workaround for another power you didn't let me have. It's weird then that this ranks higher than self discipline. Yeah. It's so useful. I don't want self-discipline. It's boring. It's just amazing. I like ice cream. Also, you, the whole cleaning thing, that's great. You still have to go and you have to clean it all yourself. So, like... But I'm stretchy. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't take away from the fact that it's, like, manual labor. Like, you still so, have to, like, get in there and do stuff, you know? Nothing wrong with the day of hard work, Oliver. Can you just say why you really want to be able to elongate parts of your body? Could you maybe just... I'm not six foot, okay? Let's just get it out there and I would maybe grow my penis a bit. Oh, I was thinking testicles, but... No, 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 no. I would unprolapse my anus and then... (laughs) (laughs) Did you want a job after this? (laughs) Do you want to maybe keep your job? Um, But uh, anyway, (laughs) there are a lot of practical reasons for this, and it would be a lot of fun. And I think you know that as well. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a prolapsed anus, so it's (laughs) It's not as... (laughs) Prolapsed. Prolapsed. Not prolapsed. That's when you've got super speed. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So what's your number one? Okay. I wonder. I don't think you this would have even been on your radar. And I think if you don't have it, this is probably a slam dunk. Subjective reality. Delusion. Okay. No. It is reality reality filtering. So users can redefine all of reality through metaphysical filters. Alteration from the lines between reality and fictionality to their every desire. So anything that I want to deem fictional, uh, if I wanted to make our producer fictional, I could, and he would cease to exist. Uh, If I wanted to make dinosaurs existing in 2021, I could make that a reality. Anything. Anything I want. So this opens up the gates for me to live a life of pure fun and fantasy um, completely. So let's just go through it. I'd be a god. Um, I could create things like heaven and hell. I don't know why I'd create hell. Uh, and that's not to totally discount um, heaven being a thing, but <laughs> I could make it a thing uh, for certain. Um, I could choose to make cancer and AIDS and racism fictional. Just see you later. Goodbye. That's not a problem anymore. Um I could erase all kind of mental illnesses. Um, I could just kind of up everyone's, uh, you know, biological makeup so that they're just always kind of chill and happy and and good to do whatever. Um, You could prolapse your anus. (laughs) I could. You could. I mean, that's the thing. Anything anything is possible. Uh, I would, like, repair my knees Mm. um, because that's a thing that I deal with. Just flimsy knees. I could do anything I ever wanted. For those that don't know, he has no skin over his knees, so it's just exposed bone. Yeah, I have to wear knee pads all the time. Mm. That's why you'll never catch me in shorts. Um, And not to, like, be that guy that gets all the wishes from the genie, but every power we've discussed, I got it. You would be that guy, wouldn't you? You'd be like, can I have infinite wishes from the genie? And the genie's like, you can't have that. And you'd be like, fine, I'll have infinite genies. I'll be like, oh, you can shapeshift? That's really cute, man. So can I. Oh, and wait, now you can't anymore. Yeah, and that is exactly what I was hoping you would say. On what planet does your benevolence mean that this is a good thing? This is all like you were just like, I could do this. Your first example was you would make a guy stop existing. That wasn't your second example. That was your first one, was murder. <laughs> your first example was I would kill a guy. Would it be murder if he, like, if just no one ever remembered him? Oh, uh, crazy. Him you found existing? a loophole for murder. Well done. You found a loophole for killing people. Good work. I bet that'll hold up in court. And you're like, guess what? Don't need to go to court. And I'm like, oh, right. So the justice system no longer applies to you. Terrible. Terrible idea. You would be delusional. 
you would immediately lose your mind. You'd be like, well, I don't like that anymore. Goodbye. I don't like the color of uh, traffic lights. Goodbye. But then you'd also be like, uh, turns out I don't really like that dairy being where it is. Goodbye. I think you're describing the superpower in the hands of just like a psycho or like a full-blown idiot. But How this long do you think before you become a psycho? You can change anything you want immediately. Yeah. I'm happy to roll with that. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. I'm willing to take that risk. You're not Uncle Ben, bro. You're not Spider-Man. <laughs> You're Thanos in this situation. I could be. And listen, if we're talking about subjective reality, what if I put some things in place very early on that stop me from ever doing that? Because I can just, you know... Set, set things up like that. So you could set boundaries? Yeah. Boundaries that you could then take down because they're a subjective reality. Mm, not if I put clauses in the contracts. Right, right. So you're hoping your word is your bond in this yeah. situation. I, and you would think there would have to be some that would have some power if I'm creating all of this. That's just unmitigated, unchecked power. That's terrifying. That is complete and utter, like, just fantasy freedom. Just who has this? Dream state. Uh, Yukari Yakumo from Tohoi Project. It's an anime that, anime that I don't know anything about. Jesus Christ. Mm. That sounds terrifying. I In terms of like, I suppose if we're saying like the top five superpowers in terms of like power rankings, what is the most powerful? Sure. Absolutely mm. agree. In terms of best, that does not sound good to me at all. I'm scared of that very much. So. And I think that's because that's coming from your brain and you're a little worried about what you might do. That's a good thing. Yeah. You were so dismissive. You're like, I could just make our producer disappear. Like immediately. That was your first thing. And you're like, oh, Cam, you're worried that you'd kill people. I'm like, no, you're worried that you won't. You're, I mean, you're not worried that you will. That's what the problem is. <laughs> That's my scare. That's my fear. Okay, well, in that case, let's hear your number one. Teleporting. Bing, boom, in, out. Keep it light. Keep it fancy. Not do anything too crazy with it, you know? Maybe go to a bank and take money. That's the easy one that everyone sort of resorts to. So you're going with looper teleportation? What teleportation? No, no, no. Nightcrawler? Uh, yeah, nightcrawler. Yeah. Not looper, because looper's the one where you can look at a picture, eh, and you can only go there. I don't really like that. And... Uh, I suppose the counterpoint to this is, and it's fair enough, what if you teleport halfway into someone's body? But Nightcrawler's never done that, so I'm guessing he's got some sort of control system. Some uh, boundaries or clauses, maybe, in his contract of teleporting. What are you doing about um, hiding your power? Do you hide it? Hmm... Yeah, I guess I probably do. So you don't like um, get in uniform and run around as girl boss and poof into different spots? Don't. Uh, nah, probably not. I don't like the whole... I find it kind of weird that they all like dress up and wear outfits and stuff. I just think that was a fun little exercise for us to do. But I would actually just probably teleport like from my bathroom to... It always seems in superhero stuff that um, red telephone boxes seem empty a lot of the time. So maybe I just teleport to them. Yeah. We don't have those here, but we have like very, like say if you're in Huntley. Sure. You probably have like a really shitty telecom branded half phone box. Genius. And uh, I don't want you to ask how this tangent came about, but I actually would just teleport into well-known crackhead dens. And you never trust what any of them have to say. <laughs> so they're like, I saw this guy appear and they're like, yeah, I bet you do, bruv. You're like 19 bongs deep on the crystal pistol. You could like just teleport into any kick-ons after yeah. like any kind of big night and like, Hamilton. Fuck, he just appeared. <laughs> I've heard that a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that guy just appeared. And, and people would be like, yeah, right, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> we know what you're like on the piss, Todd. <laughs> and it's like 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. You have work tomorrow. Yeah, that'd be great. And I just think it would be fun. That's all. You could travel. It's free. It's very freeing. It's very liberating. And it also still has all of the conditions. So like you were talking about adrenaline junkieism earlier, but like none of mine really have, 
I still have a lot of risk attached to my life. And I think that was quite important to me because I didn't want to just be like, oh, well, I'm never going to die. And so I could just do whatever because I think that would end to a very hollow existence. But if I can teleport, like bing, bang, boom, I go to Cairo for a weekend, you know, hang out in Egypt for a bit. Might be dangerous, go to Syria. Might be dangerous, not go to Syria, go to, you know, to Poi for a weekend. Who knows? Just go wherever, whenever I wanted. And also, like, I would still have to live my life pretty normally because I wouldn't advertise this. So, sure, maybe I would steal a bit of stuff here and there for money, but, like, I probably wouldn't. I'd probably just keep working. It'd just be extremely convenient. Yeah, I'll be honest. Like, when I would do this thought process of, like, you know, daydreaming about superpowers and things, <laughs> teleportation would come up a lot. Mm. And in that, you would do the whole, you know, Hey, do you want to go to Japan for the weekend? Mm. Come with me, whatever. Um, my big concern is there probably will be some kind of ramifications for teleporting around. There'll be a, like a certain point. I know that you're you're going to be careful. You're going to um, teleport so in the crack dens a lot. Yeah. But like with super speed, I wonder what kind of toll that takes on your body. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And also, like, is there some kind of way that people, you know, not me and you, but people that track natural metrics of the world are like, hmm, there's some really strange shit going in, on in like Hamilton, New Zealand. Yeah. Um, there's like some kind of anomaly happening with They'd be like antimatter or something. And they're like, this is really weird. It is the city of the future. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's just Blade Runner. I don't think it's a number one. Okay. I think it's a number. I, f- I think it's. I think it should be a top five, and I think it should be in my top five. So, um, I will definitely give you that. Oh, so you're just gonna take it? <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm just regarding it as. It was like quite a, funny because you were talking about how you would daydream about it, and daydreaming is almost a form of like, you know, conscious teleportation. You're taking yourself away from your classroom. It's kind of like subjective reality in a way. Yeah, I guess but you won't vaporize a whole bunch of people. You just don't like cause, just cause. Just just to set the record straight, I don't have a list of people I'm going to erase if I got the superpower, okay? Yeah, you're just going to do it willy-nilly. You don't have a list. You're not like, oh, I'll just hold myself for this. You're just like, that guy got my coffee order wrong. <laughs> He's gone. That guy cut me off no in way. traffic. I've been in the car no with way. you. If no someone way. cut no you way. off in traffic, no you'd way. think about it. No, because this is what I, this is, okay, this is going to sound kind of strange. This is the thought process I go through. Anytime someone tailgates me or like cuts me off, I, I honest to God, this goes through my mind every single time I go, oh, I wish I could make that person shit themselves right now. Just instantly <laughs> shit themselves. Like diarrhea, not to not to bring up diarrhea two podcasts in a row, but that's the kind of um, justice I would be dishing out. I wouldn't be killing people, right? It would just be poo related. <laughs> and with that, I think we've come to the end of um, another fantastic show. I don't know if we're gonna have. We, we might have a way for you to contact us. We do have some ideas kind of banked up which we're probably going to go through the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. but certainly reach out if you ever want us to cover a certain subject. Mm. And we might. Yeah, we might. All right. That's been us. Uh, the two mates, five takes show. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you, Cam. Until next time, my friend. Thank you. All. Thank you.